Slam Radio brings to you Eliminate Your Limits. You can call the show 786-828-7068. You can watch the show live on Periscope at Slam Radio XM. It's now time for Eliminate Your Limits with Brian and Kerry on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Getting a wave in from Frankie. That means it's time to go, baby. I got something to say right off the top, but you intro us. <laughs> Who are we and why are we here? <laughs> uh, welcome to Eliminate Your Limits with Brian and Kerry. Uh, right here on the historic Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. If you're watching us live on Facebook, please say so in the comments, even if you already said hi. If you're watching us live on Periscope, we believe you, but we can't see what Periscope is right now, so we just have to trust that you're there. I have something to say, but you said you wanted to say something. Yeah, so okay, I want to share something, okay? So <laughs> let me share this. So it's serious. I need to, I want to give like a shout out, not that he needs a shout out, to Slam founder and visionary Armando. Yes. AKA Pitbull. Yeah, he's a good Because, okay, here's what you got. So I just realized something today. Um, sometimes on our intro, it's Armando doing one of his motiv- motivational pieces. That's right. Right? And I realized as I was listening to it, that it doesn't even matter what he's saying, that the sound of his voice triggers inspiration for me. Mm. Because we- That's you know, a cool thing to it, say. It really is, right? Yeah. So for the last three years, obviously, you know, um, in, in you know, building our connections with Slam and some stuff that we're working on and, and you know, getting to know Armando, um, you know, I've listened to a lot of his motivational um, interviews. Yeah. And a lot, I've, I've listened to a lot of interviews, just kind of getting to know him better. And so it's almost like every time I hear him talk, I'm like, yes. Yes, there's such a resonance between how we choose to live and how we choose to teach and his message I agree. that I noticed when I heard him talking on the pre-recording at the beginning of this, I'm like, I just feel good right now. And then I was like, <laughs> that's because Armando's talking. Like, it, you ever have that kind of connection of course. with someone? It's like who, just the sound of their voice. Yeah. Well, I got two things to say. First of all, uh, shout out to Nikki Hoffman, who's the only person who followed instructions. Because I said when we went live, if you've already said hi on Facebook, say it again. She's the only one that did. Shout out, Nikki. Everybody else. <laughs> Here's the second thing. Just before we went live on radio, uh, we were showing everybody on Facebook Live our brand new Alice Cooper uh, COVID masks. Customized COVID That we got in the mail from Alice with a yeah. signed card from Alice Cooper and his beautiful wife, Cheryl. And then I was thinking as we were about to go live on Sirius, it's Armando Pitbull who's basically introing our show. We're kind of big deals. <laughs> Sorry. Pitbull, so ridiculous. Pitbull is introing our show as we're opening up mail from Alice Cooper. Sorry. <laughs> it oh, begs the question. Oh, you're so funny. Did you all know how big a deals we were? With that said. I have one more thing to say. Well, you had one. I had, I had one. You had one. My turn. <laughs> well, this is our last radio show yes. of 2020. Correct. And, you know, as we were logging in today, I couldn't help but feel a little bit of, like, closure to this year. Yeah. And because this is the first last thing that we're doing in 2020. There'll be more last calls, last this, last that, right? And, you know, it really had me for like that split second as I was thinking about it, like 2020 has been a year and how I am leaving this year feeling so just grateful for yes. everything. And yeah. I'm like, some people are like, can't wait that 2020 is over. And I'm like, man, you know, 2020 is over. You know, in the biz, 
Is that a segue? The show biz. There's something called a segue. Did I just do one? You just did a great segue without even knowing. And his notes are turned around. I can't even see them. I'm going to get to that in a second. First of all, shout out to Facebook Live. Gary Carrillo in Montreal, uh, Claire Farley, who's in the UK, and Bud Hill, who I think is in Madagascar. It might not be Madagascar. I don't know. But they have now also followed the instructions and repeated their highs. Awesome. Here's what you need to know, SiriusXM world. I turned my notes upside down today. <laughs> I pivoted. I can't say that word without thinking about the Friends episode. Pivot? You have no idea. Wow. I have something in my eye. That's really awkward. Wow. You don't know what I'm talking about, that Friends episode? No. Okay. It's a really funny thing. You should watch it. That's not here nor there right now. But I, every day we do a radio show, you look at my notes. I don't. You, you do. I do. You You look right at my notes. I don't. And I printed neatly today, so it would be totally readable. But I'm not, you're not going to get to know what we're talking about. You're not going to know what I'm talking about <laughs> until you hear it. Apparently, I just segued, though. You segued into, this is our last show of 2020. Mm -hmm. I want to tell everybody what it is you and I learned through 2020. What have we grown into? What have we learned? What have we, what have we adopted? Okay, I have one rule. <laughs> I make it. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. Okay. We cannot discuss adaptability. We have to go outside adaptability. <laughs> my my first lesson was adaptability. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. Because yeah, we've talked a lot about that. You're right. As I was producing today's show, I thought to myself, but adaptability is not coming into focus because we've talked about it the last two shows. And I want to give reasons for people to keep coming back. Yeah, right. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, talk about being put on the spot. Like every show, I have no idea what we're talking, but now I have to come up with points from 2020. I got this though. You do, every week you do, but also for those of you who don't ever watch this on Netflix, you need to watch Kim's Convenience because it's a funny show and you just, you just, you just totally pulled a line from Kim's Convenience. What did I say? Now I can't remember because I was enjoying it. What did you say? No. You sounded like the father. Oh man. Have I watched Kim's Convenience on Facebook Stop Live? It. That's not what he says. No, I don't know. First of all, he doesn't say stop. He says stop. Stop. There you go. Okay. All right. What have we learned in 2020? You know what I decided to do today? Mm -hmm. I First of all, I did two things. I decided to pull directly from Taoism to teach a few things that I really learned this year. And I'm, I'm, I've made very, very practical in my life. Does that make sense? And for those, and by the way, the reason I did that is because I get so much feedback that people love when I teach Taoism or philosophy at large. What is so funny? Just, you just found Chaz? <laughs> okay, no. Now you have to tell the story. Okay. Also, we should have had the counter on because I have no idea how much time we have left. Let me just tell this really, okay, everybody has an elf on a shelf, right? Yes. We don't have an elf on a shelf. We have this picture of our, our daughter picture, printed off this picture of this cute baby playing video games. He's so adorable. We call, so I call him Chaz. We have this cute baby, a picture of this cute baby playing video games with like headphones on and everything that we're hiding around the house. Yeah. And I just looked up and saw him in the vent. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I put him in the air conditioning vent. There he is, Jess. Okay, it is the last show of 2020. Let's you know, bring it home. Let me tell you, one of the things is how much we laugh in our lives. Yeah. We print off pictures of little cute roly-poly babies and hide them. Come on, you can't, you can't make that up. Also, um, Beth, 
She says, you guys are extremely talented. Your talk is a natural talent. I'm going to buy you a pony. Beth. I'm just going to thank me, you for that. Okay, let's preface this show. We are a little goofy on all shows. We are. But I want to say that this being the last show of the year, I'm feeling particularly goofy. Same Z's. So just, I'm going to say that. Same Z's. But now I have a question for you. Hi, Michelle Smith, who is in, I believe, Colorado. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. The, our things from 2020. Yeah. Is, is it things like new things that we are just learned for the first time? This is a good question. Or can it be something like, oh, I've always kind of known this about yes. myself, but Either. wow, my eyes were open to it. Either. And as a matter of fact, I ha I've done both. Okay. That's a good question. We're on the same wavelength, you and I. Or I'm a mind reader. Would that not put us on the same wavelength? No, that would put me on your wavelength. <laughs> well, but because I'm very Voldemort-ish, I could block you out if I wanted to. I don't even know. You can't even argue with me because I just make up stuff. Okay, you have what you go first. You, you want me to go first? first? Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah. There's a there's a, a beautiful quote from the Tao Te Ching, which is the major book inside of Taoism, and it's it's obscure. The quote like sounds ridiculous, but let me break it down for you. Okay, Lao Tzu, who wrote the Tao Te Ching 3,500 years ago, says this. It's called the mystical female. And this is what he means in that quote, okay? It's not a gender game. It's not men versus women or men and women, okay? When he says the mystical female, he's talking about energy, okay? Yin and yang. Yin is very classically feminine energy and yang is classically masculine energy. Again, you've got to decide to separate your own thoughts of the 2020 world we live in and how you're associating uh, feminine and masculine to actual genders. This has got nothing to do with genders, okay? Mm -hmm. Masculine energy tends to be more assertive. It tends to be more movement-oriented. It tends to be more action-oriented. Feminine energy tends to be more compassionate, more patient, and more wise. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I want to be clear. I'm not talking about men and women. As a matter of fact, every human being on the planet has representation of both yin and yang energy coursing through them. Mm -hmm. We all have assertive tendencies. We all have courageous and action-oriented tendencies. We all have patience. We all have wisdom. It's where we tend to gravitate our energies that defines a lot of how we act in the world. The whole point I'm raising is this. What I learned in 2020, something I already knew, but like you said, I brought it to the forefront and I really made it practical for me, is I brought in the whole concept of a mystical female, mm. which means I learned to slow down. I learned to be still. I learned to be more patient and more wise with my actions as opposed to hard driving and assertive. As a power lifter, I learned that recovery matters every bit as much as training. And that's, I, I want to stop there because that analogy might sink into everybody and take it from esoteric philosophy into practicality, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people who, who listen and watch our stuff tend to be fitness oriented, maybe because we are, I don't know. But the, the general mindset, if you're an athlete or you're in fitness is you glorify the training, mm -hmm. you glorify it and you reluctantly recover, right? They need to be equal. You need to put as much effort, energy, focus on the recovery, on the slowness, on the opposite energy, as you do on the assertive action direction of training. Mm. Now apply that to your business, apply that to your life. Is your life equal proportions of moving 
and hustling and running around? Is there an equal portion of silence and stillness and relaxation? If there's not, likely your yin-yang balance is out of whack and you're likely forcing in life because of that. Learn to regulate those two to a rough equal, everything changes. That's a huge one for me in 2020. Well, you know, obviously I love that one um, because you and I tend to, um, you know, um, coincide yeah. with all of those philosophies. But let me, so this is not one of mine. This is not mine. I am adding to yours. Because <laughs> that's yours. me saying that I'm going to go again, basically. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so one of the things that I learned well, I always knew about myself, maybe learned more about myself and I've learned how to put into action, yeah. actually parlays off of that. Exactly. Um, and it was one of the things I was trying to put into words, but you ended up framing it perfectly with the yin yang balance. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I have recognized is that I have a tendency to be very natural in balancing those two. Like if I'm in, um, for example, uh, a growing season in my business, mm -hmm. I will, you know, be maybe a little bit more slower in my physical fitness, yep. right? There's like this, this, this balance that offsets each other, right? One of the things that I realized, for example, is that when I have a lot of energy going out in terms of my prepping to get on stage, so if I'm in a cut cycle, there's a lot of focus, a lot of energy, et cetera, et cetera, I tend to gravitate to being home more. Mm -hmm. and quiet and still whereas the opposite is true if i'm in a growing phase i like being out and about yeah so the growth phase in my brain technically is a little slower and a little bit more like heavy in intensity right whereas so you compensate by in your downtime away from the gym you like to be out exactly because it's yeah. light it elevates right sure. and the vice versa yep. so now here's so i've always i i kind of came to that realization years ago but what I realized this year, which was so cool, because my coach actually threw a couple pivots. See what I did Pivot. there? Um, my coach threw a couple pivots well at played, me. Well played, by the way. And well he, he all of a sudden told me, oh, by the way, you're going to a cut. Or you're going here. Or you're going to do that. So I didn't have the ability to naturally adapt. And actually found myself a little bit off mm -hmm. for a few weeks. I'm like, why am I... Why am I not flowing the way I normally flow in this situation? And when I stepped back and looked at it, it's because I realized that my yin yang hadn't balanced. I realized that I hadn't done what I naturally do because I didn't have time to naturally adapt. Yep. It was too quick. So what I learned is how true that is about myself and how I can proactively take that and adapt. I don't like if, if something gets thrown my way, I can stop and say, okay, how do I balance this out? Yep. How do I balance out the intensity of this with some more calm over here, um, as opposed to waiting for it to happen. Did that make sense? I thought that was great. I did, I, I think- um, Beth says this makes sense. It's like the timing was impeccable. I know if you're obviously listening to us on SiriusXM, it's not really interactive. Yeah. But if you're on Facebook Live, it can be. So how about you just lay some comments in and talk to us about what you might've just learned or ways that you've made this lesson practical or ways after hearing us talk, you're going to. Because I like what you said there. You know what I'm saying? I like what you said there. Thank you. Do you want to tell you why? I assumed you were going to. That's what I was waiting for. I like the way you 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 showed the awareness to um, various factors in your life and how you can learn to manipulate them a little differently. It's a really cool theme that I see carried out in our lives that we try to teach or instruct or show people, right? Be constantly aware. 
Like it's not hard to just increase your self-awareness and start to recognize how you feel within certain scenarios. Like you're, you're just such a self-aware person. You started to recognize trends Mm. that during growing seasons, staying home and resting or being still actually started feeling fluttery or awkward. Lethargic. Which, which really, you know, you have then to create a solution to that. You realize that there's a difference in your downtime uh, from a growth season to a, a prep season, mm-hmm. right? I think that's phenomenal. You know, and I think that kind of self-awareness is something we want more people to exercise in their lives. Let me put that into a, another example, current day, moving forward, because you might be able to take this and use this for yourself over the holidays. Um, I'm going into two weeks off. Yep. I, I take two weeks off of my coaching clients um, throughout the holidays. I go on, on break on Sunday, right? Mm. But I have learned over the years, I, do, I, I, don't, I don't really crave the vacation. Yeah. I, I, I look for the, the shift in responsibility. So by not having to be on calls and coaching, it just takes off two weeks of a certain amount of responsibility from myself, which is, is, is needed in terms of regeneration as a coach, right? Yep. But so that's very yin right? That's very calming, et cetera, et cetera. But every holiday I build myself a two week intention. Yep. So in the two weeks that I'm off from client calls, I have an intention of building a different part of our company with our media agency mm-hmm. and, and, and facilitating that. So I'm, I'm balancing out the lack of activity of my normal day to day with clients with it adding something in that's different, but it's still providing me the balance of actually being action oriented. So I don't experience that like, oh, the vacation, I'm not doing anything feeling. Beth just, Beth on Facebook Live is just agreeing with you. She's like, you're so self-aware. Frankie the tanky, the, uh, the, the, uh, the goat. He's standing here with his finger at us. Of radio production as told as we have a minute left. <laughs> now he's waving his finger. That was weird. But no, I, I'm glad Frankie did that because we didn't have a counter up. So I had no idea. And I was like, you know what? I don't think going into number two is a good idea. No, I'm going to kick off with number two. Well, I'll, I'll, I think I just, I get to decide. You know what I learned how to be this year? More assertive. Apparently. <laughs> but Hill, I'm going to read your whole comment on the break because that's a lot of words for my straining eyes. <laughs> but that was a great start. Be more still. Mm-hmm. and secondarily be more self-aware so you know when you have to move by the way i'm the exact opposite i've learned that when i jam-pack my schedule too much with errands or work or things to do i get agitated mm-hmm. i need to be still we had an experience like that this weekend Don't point your where you were, you were so the opposite and actually re- d- recovery yes that like i was like ready to go out and run a bunch of errands and you're like i'm just tired thinking about doing that right now he's like are you sure you're okay to go do that yeah. and i'm like you don't understand like i want to move right now i started feeling a little guilty but in reality that's what i was I like i got this i got this elise is here all the way from uh edmonton st <laughs> albert actually See, Frank teased us there by saying... Oh, a minute. I, I'm about to wrap oh, this up. Oh, is that right? what he was doing? Yeah, I'm wrapping... I, They have this, like, guy I talk. got, I got the tank down. By the way, the goat is in the room. What's up, y'all? Come back after the break. We've only just begun on the historic Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. 
Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. This is WWE Superstar The Big Show and you're listening to Slam Radio. Alright, I think all the levels are set. Showtime. Now? Right now. You're listening to Eliminate Your Limits, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I can't stop laughing. This is great. Because the goat is in the recording booth right now looking at the uh, the cakes that Carrie has made. You just texted pictures and he's having like a heart I'm assuming attack. that means it was cake approved. Oh, he looks like he's trying to bite his phone. This is my new thing, everybody. <laughs> cake. 
They're really good cake. It's not just like they look good. They taste amazing. Yeah. You can win the great British Bake Championship. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm telling it's you. A, it's a new hobby of mine. Okay. So what cake oh, is Frank this? Like, <laughs> you sent us a picture of some cakes over here. Like, what kind of cake is this? What cake did you wait, send wait. us? That one, that one is a dark chocolate espresso cake. It was good. The other one is an eggnog rum cake with eggnog cream cheese buttercream. It was good. Oh, this looks so good. It was. The espresso cake looks amazing. I, I'm looking forward you to your guys. cake now. So you see it. I'm going to make oh. you a pretty cake. The only reason I make cake is because it's pretty. Yeah, but it tastes I like so making good. pretty things. You're such a good cake maker. Well, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to nominate I'm, you for the great British say, baking championship. I'm going to say what I always say here. And I know that everybody's going to be like, no, no, no. For me, like, I appreciate the accolades. But my brain simply says this. Follow the recipe. You can't mess it up. But then every time I say that, people go, oh, you can mess it up. Yeah. So my brain just doesn't quite get that. But I appreciate the accolades. Gary Carrillo in Montreal is drooling over the sound of these cakes. Where do you see them? They're on my Facebook page. I think actually Gary's liked a few of the pictures I've posted. Yeah. But here's, can I just qualify? Um, no, not everybody can make a cake even if they follow the well, so I mean, you're just talented. So I found out. People have told me. I'm just saying, you're talented. <laughs> Anyways, oh, we're back. Eliminate your limits with Ryan and Carrie on the historic Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Hope you're listening on Sirius XM. If you're not, hope you're watching on Facebook Live. If you're not, hope you're watching on Periscope Live. Do you know I've never been to Periscope before? Me neither. I know we're live there. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not For a all I know, 65 billion people are watching us on Periscope right now, and I'd have no idea. Oh, my head hurts from laughing so much today. Tis the season. All right, we are recapping what we learned in 2020 yes. and things we've decided to make more practical in our lives. Segment one was all about slow down, mm -hmm. recover as much as you hustle, yeah. make it equal. Mm -hmm. You're going to kick off segment two. What's your biggest takeaway lesson, Carrie Campbell? Oh, I don't know if it was my biggest. What is it the one you're going to tell us about? It was an important one. Okay, so, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, but one of the greatest, I'm a, I'm a relationship human being, people yes, person. You're like if you know me, you know that I am all about people. I am all about love. I am all about relationships. It's just who I am. And because of that, you know, relationships are, are very much one of the most important things in my life, um, you know, outside myself, True. which I say in complete humility. Um, but they really are incredibly important in my life. And this year, I think one of the things that is really elevated into my awareness is that I aim to always choose my relationships consciously and step into relationships consciously. And, and so here's the thing about that, because I'm going to obviously expand on that. Um, you know, I think a lot of people go, oh, yeah, of course. Well, of course, we choose our relationships. Oh, of course, I'm, I'm you know, there's that whole like consciously aware couples the conscience parent, like it's become a catchphrase. Yeah, I really hate that. It, it really, conscious parenting, conscious well, coupling, become, conscious this, it's conscious be, that. It's become a stick, you know? It has, yeah. and, and I think, you know, that, that tends to happen when something comes into, you know, the, the, you know, the common words, like words of the, the world, um, we tend to water them down yep. and we miss out what that means, right? And so this year, not because of COVID, we've all been forced into environments that we're not normally in, right? Always at home yeah. for the first three months, whereby we all had to, well, we had, you could have, or you didn't maybe, 
consciously choose differently, yeah. consciously be aware of energy, making sure that we're creating space for one another, making sure that we're not stepping on each other's toes and that we're all like really gentle with each other and growing and expanding. And because of that, this, like, I always put a lot of focus into my relationships, but this year more than ever has been such a conscious choice to keep growing, keep ascending, asking myself, what can I do differently? How can I, how can I serve the kids better? How can I provide for them? How can I help them reach their goals? Um, the other one inside of that is friendships. You know, I, I want to say that I have friends, but I've stepped away over the last 15 years from like really deep personal friendships because I got burned a lot. Yeah. in the past. And this year I, I chose to kind of step back into friendships. And, and I really, in doing so, recognized that if I am choosing to be that level of a friend, I better darn well choose to be a friend. Okay. You know, like how am I showing up for you, for the kids, for my friends? And am I being the best that I can possibly be? Or am I just taking it for granted mm. that you're always here, that the kids are always here, that my friends are always there? And it's really elevated for me Number one, a joy in how I frame my understanding of my relationships, but it's also really elevated for me the, the absolute um, lack of that in most people's lives. We accept relationships that are not necessarily great for us. Mm. We, we don't recognize that we have choice. Yep. And therefore, we don't realize that one of our primary influences in our world is actually more toxic than it is good. So true. Can I tell you, can I tell you where my brain went? My brain went two different directions while you were talking. And that wasn't easy. To keep up with all that not not what you, what you said was golden i mean my brain going in two different right. directions <laughs> awkward i'm gonna tell you first here's the first thing okay you know i don't like the term the term bugs me because it carries a certain connotation that people accept when you say this this is what you mean right we don't mean those things but about i'd say eight or nine years ago you and i made a conscious choice to become um minimalists mm -hmm. but not not in the way that people do minimalism, right? We just, we wanted to have a more, I suppose, free form lifestyle. We wanted to not be grounded or locked. Um, we don't purchase real estate in terms of our dwellings. We, we rent furnished places that meet our family's needs. We don't own anything really. Uh, we have what's called, we always call it a four suitcase life because mm -hmm. there's four people in our family we each have one suitcase and all of our own possessions can fit in our own suitcase. We don't have things. Right. We don't own a car. Um, we just decided to have a life where we could pick up and go whenever we wanted, you know, wherever we wanted. And we've accomplished that. Mm -hmm. And I think the friendship thing is almost like a dovetail off of that. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, it's almost like you've minimized your circle of influence in terms of friends and acquaintances, not in a bad way, not in a um, superior way. You're better than other people. That's not what I mean. But you've, you've chosen to deeply connect with a small number of people, but really grow those connections and your relationships with those people. It reminds me a lot of our are minimalized ways at large. Does you know, that make sense? That's so that, that's the first direction my brain. That's like a really interesting. Like what a spinoff of I'm, that, right? I am ridiculously um, profound. But you know, one of, how do you I not mean, even react when I say that? Yes, you're ridiculously profound. Or laugh at me, one or the other, something. <laughs> um, I was on my train of thought. That's why. So you know, you're, you're absolutely right that I've chosen to minimize 
for a variety of reasons. But here's one of the things that, you know, I look, if you have an abundance of friends, cool. I like, look, I am not critiquing people with abundance of friends, right? But I know myself. And if I'm choosing to invest in a relationship, like I am going all in. And that probably means that 10, 15, 20 really close friends is not a possibility right because i that is such an output of energy not and 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 i don't want to i don't want to superficialize my my friendships yeah right and and i don't want to not make that commitment so when i make the commitment and it sounds kind of ridiculous maybe right but like to 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 consciously choose i am going to build this friendship or i'm going to build this relationship when you get into a relationship with someone it comes with a certain level of responsibility for me and and you know and that kind of is hitting my point, I think. I don't think people in relationships recognize how much responsibility they have in the relationship to co-create. Yeah. Like, like they you need to co-create in relationships. I have been in too many relationships where, and I don't mean like just partner relationships, but like friendships yep. where the expectation falls on me. Well, you have to call me. Well, you have to visit me. Well, you have to do this. And there's a lack of co-creation. And then therefore there's a reset that builds. Yeah. Right. So take responsibility in your relationships to co-create what you want. Well said. All your relationships. Can I, is this, is this good timing for me to tell you the other direction my brain went? Of course. Because I don't want to take everything you're saying is golden. I don't want to confuse anybody, but I, I went another direction with your initial point. And I think it's so powerful what you're talking about right now, but here's my other direction. Okay. But you're going to have to follow me on this one because okay. it's a bit of a, a layer. I'm ready. Are you ready to follow? I'm ready. Okay. Focus. So you, I don't know if it's your quote. It might be your quote. I'll tell you. But I'm telling you, you're the one who introduced me to it and I've never forgotten it. This is what you told me many years ago. Okay. Choose your love and then love your choice. Not mine. But it's beautiful. I wish I could take it. And look at you introed it to me. Which means I'm whole, it's, as far as I'm concerned, it's yours. Okay, I'll take it. There you go. Okay, now that's layer one of my okay. second. Choose point. your love, love, love your choice. choice. Now, in order to accomplish anything you want in life, lose weight, mm-hmm. become a world class powerlifter, win a world championship as a fitness competitor, build a business, there's exactly one secret to success and only one. It doesn't deviate. There's not 17 secrets. There's one secret. Consistency. That's it. When you consistently do the work necessary to build a business, the business gets built. Mm-hmm. When you consistently do the effort and the energy necessary to become a great powerlifter, you become a great... It just is what it is. Right. It's the, it's the unfortunate truth that many people don't want to hear because everyone's vying for the top secret secret. That's it. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I contend that if more people were prepared to understand what types of physical fitness they loved, what types of business development they loved, mm-hmm. what type of person they love, mm-hmm. and they were more discerning about that up top at the initial decision, then they would choose what they loved and they'd be more consistent in loving that choice. Yeah. Does that make sense? So look at, don't make the goal about this 2021, I'm gonna lose 50 pounds. Make the goal, I'm gonna find what physical activity I truly love. 
that it's a very different way of looking at goal setting. Right. Don't make the goal. I'm going to build a business that turns out X number of dollars of revenue. Instead, take the time to determine what kind of business you love operating. Totally. Because if you put that first and then you just love your choice, the rest just happens. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? I, I mean, it does make sense. Okay. And, and so I remember the day that I saw that quote, choose your love and then love your choice. And it was so powerful. It actually happened to come. I actually happened to read that quote on a day that one of my clients was having relationship issues. And I remember making the point, like, you know, don't pretend you didn't choose this. Right. Right. Because like we were all so quick to complain about the business or the fitness path or the relationship, but we forget that we chose it. Right. Yes. And so let me bring it back to what you're saying. Take the time to make sure or to, to find as, you know, to be aware of your choice, right? Because, you know, you can never be 100% certain. So let's not like be nice. Some people will hold themselves back from making a choice, waiting for the, the, all the answers, right? But the answer inside of that, for those of you wondering, like, yeah, but how do you know is self-awareness, It is right? It's, it's the four pillars, which we've talked about for years. It's, it's, it's really getting to know yourself and identify and understand your drivers. Yeah. Because if you are making choices from drivers that don't feel good, then you're likely going to have resistance along the way. Mm -hmm. If you're making the, the, the decisions from drivers that do feel good, I'm not saying you're not going to come up against challenge, but at the core of your being, you're going to always be able to move through it. You know, you and I, when we got together, you know, we have a beautiful romantic love story. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, that of fairy tales are made from, yep. but we both know that we were choosing that from a very free place and we were stepping into it. And we, we agreed when we stepped into it, that we were going to travel any journey that we had to face to keep going and to keep working through it right that's what it means to love your choice that it means that you show up when the going yeah. gets tough and don't act like a victim don't act like a victim step into what can i do differently yeah i love that and everything you just said supports what i just said the second trail my brain went off on because powerlifting is hard losing weight is yeah. hard you're going to find days where you don't want to do it but if you love what you're doing then you're going to find you're going to you're gonna to have to suck it up and get after it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Can I add one more thing? Because Frankie just said we have one minute. So here's my last thing. Mm -hmm. And it, it speaks to physical fitness. And I don't want to dovetail too far away from your point, but I don't think I am with this. Someone asked me about a week ago, I'm 46. How old am I? I'm, I don't know, 40 something. Um, what age were you in the best shape of your life? And my immediate answer is right now. Me too. But then I realized that that's gonna be my immediate answer until the day I die but not because I'm silly or because I'm being, you know, I'm not having pragmatics, but because I always intend physically to do the things I love, mm -hmm. which means I'll do them consistently. Does that make sense? hundred percent. You know, it, uh, yeah, sorry. I just remembered. Oh, I, was gonna, no, no, I was just going to say, cause I I've actually seen that question floating around Facebook. How old, what, when were you in the best age, of your yeah. life? And my answer was exact same today and tomorrow will be tomorrow. And the next day will be like, because yeah. it's, it's that constant pursuit of better. I can say this on Facebook Live, the whole concept of choose your love and love your choice is lighting up as a game changer, which again, I'm attributing to you. Well, thank you. So how do you not want to stick around for one more segment? It's our last live segment of 2020. It's going to be a barn burner. We'll be right back on Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, 
but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Josh Gordon is suspended after his fiasco for violating terms of conditional reinstatement. He tried to play that one off by saying, I'm going to step down. All of a sudden, it caught up to him mighty fast. He failed the drug test, didn't he? And he was predicting he was having mental health problems by virtue of knowing he was in trouble. No, he knew they were about to knock on his door, which is he wasn't able to run out of the house fast enough. They're going to knock on his door? Or would they, I mean, could they at least ring the doorbell? Let me describe this to you. Frank is... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that—that—that's uh, scaringly accurate. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, seven to eleven, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam Radio. All right, I think all the levels are set. Showtime. Now? Right now. You're listening to Eliminate Your Limits, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I just got sad. 
2020. It's our last segment. I got sad because that's the last time this calendar year I'm gonna see Frank the Tank wave us in. See, I guess it's the last time. Just wait, 2021. We're coming for you. I'm in 2021. Can we come back into studio, please? Because <laughs> I, so. I don't mind recording this show from my home. I would really rather record it from the studio because it's so much more fun. It is more fun. Actually, this is kind of fun too. It is. I get to hug the tank when I'm in the studio though. Not during And I get to <laughs> hug the goat. Don't worry. Sometimes we, I hug the goat. We do miss you guys, so don't worry. You see, we miss you too. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Colleen Danison is watching on Facebook Live says uh, all the cakes. <coughs> Denise and her love all the cakes. All right. We're talking about the greatest lessons we've learned in 2020 that we have made practical in the hopes of helping people learn stuff. <laughs> and that I, I, didn't was, short. I didn't know where I was going with that sentence. So I decided to finish it, right? So here's my question, our last, this, our last segment of 2020. Do you want to do your next one or do you want me to do mine? <laughs> I don't have a next one yet. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so look, at, I'm going to do one. But everybody listening on the radio, everybody watching on Facebook Live or Periscope Live, you have to just buckle up and enjoy this story, okay? This is a short story. Were you laughing? You're laughing because I said short. Yeah, thanks, Kara. <laughs> thanks, Kara. No, okay, this is a compliment. Okay, because, every, okay, one second. So every single day when we sit down to do our journaling together, we call it the fifth pillar. Ryan always opens up his journal and says these exact words. I didn't do much, like I didn't write much today, so this is probably going to be short. And like an hour later, I'm like, there is no short in your world. But you are not a short man. Not like, <laughs> like you're I not am, short. I am six foot three. But if you try to condense your teachings, we would lose so much value. It's never short. All right, this this story should not take more than twenty seven or twenty eight minutes. <laughs> See, told you. I'm just joking. This is a couple of seconds. You ready? I'm ready. This is straight from Taoism. But I have to do a quick preamble, okay? This is not to say that Taoism is better than Buddhism or Confucianism or any other religion or spirituality. It's just a parable that helps explain Taoist philosophy, okay? So here it says, there is this uh, bucket, literally, of vinegar. And the three founding fathers of the great Eastern philosophies are each standing around it. Now. I think I told this story in weeks past on Sirius XM, but it's just such an important story. Okay. Okay. And I should say that there is lots of social distancing and masks while these three people are standing around this bucket of vinegar. Yeah. Okay. So Confucius, who created Confucianism, mm -hmm. takes a sip of the vinegar and he immediately senses disgust. It's just a horrible taste. And he says out loud, this disgust that I'm tasting right now is a reflection of the world. The world is disgusting. It's horrid. And what we need is more rituals and rules in place that we follow earnestly every single day so that the disgust doesn't penetrate us, mm -hmm. okay? And then Buddha takes a sip of the vinegar. And he doesn't feel the disgust that Confucius felt, but he senses the bitterness immediately. And so he says, look, this is a reflection of the world. The world is a very bitter place. That it's our, our want, our desire for more things, more than what we have that creates bitterness and that's what causes our suffering. And what we need to do is want less, just want less and learn to be more present in the moment. Mm -hmm. And then Lao Tzu takes a sip of the vinegar and he doesn't sense disgust or bitter. In fact, he smiles and he smiles. And this is what he says out loud, you know, 
He says it doesn't taste good, but the bitterness of this vinegar makes me realize that somewhere in the world there is sweetness because everything in the world has an opposition. The fact that this, this vinegar tastes bitter to me, to me makes me smile because it, it makes me know, I know for certain now that there's sweetness in the world because everything in Taoism, everything in the universe is that all things are equal and opposite. Mm -hmm. That is a great lesson to end 2020. I agree. This has been a challenging year for a lot of people. There's been COVID. There's been a million things that have gone wrong for millions of people. And our heart bleeds for all of them. We're not trivializing it. Now you can see and sense the disgust. You can see and sense the bitter, or you can smile. Because you need to understand that the fact that this has been so horrendous for you gives absolute undeniable evidence that the sun will shine again. Mm. That for every horrible moment, you now know confirmed that there are great things coming your way because in the universe, everything is equal and opposite. Don't scrunch your face at the bitter. Don't, don't, you know, push away the disgust. Recognize that it's the opposite of the rest of the story. And Lao Tzu wants us to look at the entire picture, not just parts of it. 2020 has been parts. Don't just focus on the parts. For everything that goes up, it must come down. For everything that goes down, it must come up. That's the law of nature. So count your wins. Be ambitious and know that better days are coming for you. It's an absolute guarantee. It's not a hope. It's not a hyperbole. It's an absolute guarantee because that's the way the, the law of nature works. Mm -hmm. So I hope in some way, large or small, that story of the three founders finds you today and makes you realize that no matter what you've experienced in 2020, better days are coming and it's a mathematical certainty. I have so much to say, but I think Larry has something he wants to chime in with. Oh, I'd love to slide in. I'd love to slide in. This is a perfect opportunity as that was a fantastic explanation um, to those three dynamics of what vinegar tastes like and what it brings out when you taste it. So um, it's funny, I chose this moment as it's the last moment you'll be on live on for 2020. Um, I, I don't have, uh, what would you call, what, what it, I don't have the logistics yet other than probably your first show of the new year will be a two hour show because this content is fantastic. Um, this content is outrageous. What you guys have put together the last few weeks, the way you interact with your Facebook uh, folks, it's, um, it's beyond impressive. Um, it's, you guys have grown as broadcasters and I think it's a lot of fun to listen to you guys and to see your camaraderie and your dynamic. We'll get you in the building at some point. I know that you see yeah. that some people are coming through. Those are the, I call them the essentials, but I, I'm trying not to bring too many folks through because really the only person I bring through is either Hannah or Ed who are a co-host in the morning. Um, and I have them split up in a way where they don't even come the same day. Um, so I'm very, very picky about that. But with you guys, like you guys are some of the originals when we started the station a couple of years ago. And this is a very different show than it was two years ago. Uh, kudos to both of you. I think I gave you a shout out. I don't remember if I did it on the air, if we talked about it after the show. Uh, but this one's definitely on the air. What you guys are putting together as far as content with Eliminate Your Limits. It's top-notch stuff. So uh, we're blessed to have you for two hours once a week. And when we can get the dynamics and everything done and get people in here, 
Uh, you'll probably see uh, students running the board during your show. But yes. we'll talk about exact times and everything. Maybe the first week in January it won't be, but um, you're going to have a two-hour show for 2021. There's already things picking up for 2021. I thought you should get that news before you sign off. I feel like I'm going to cry. Well, that's I my Christmas gift to you, my holiday gift to you, because i got to be more politically correct than that, but you there know, you go. Everybody I... on Facebook Live is, is watching right now. The GOATs, the producer, the, the station man. I'm the general the manager and national director of Slam Radio. National director. You yes. know, if I wasn't already making you cake, I'd make you a cake. Yeah, well, the cake is going to be um, very good. You know what? Honestly, um, the you guys, you guys know how much Slam means to us, and the opportunity to be able to share and spread the word, and just to be able to have any airtime, let alone more, is it's just truly a gift to us. Well, so I got to tell you, Priscilla speaks very highly of both of you. Uh, find you guys to be engaged and understanding our mission and, and we just want to facilitate what we can I mean I'm limited with my resources and there have been times I've been limited to be able to help you but the content of the show right now is top notch and I think our kids uh, serve good to work on your show and, and you know we've had students listen to the show it's pretty good we like this and you know, you're quite the personality sir you really are and it's coming out <laughs> on the air um, this is beyond the reward this is earned so I tip my cap to you great job uh, 2021 will be much better than this crap year that just passed. But I fired just 2020 beginning. a few weeks ago. I don't know if I got a chance to tell you that. I fired. I gave them 30 days notice on the 1st of December. I said, we don't need you back. So they've been fired. Um, you know, they're just working out their last days. They didn't want to use their sick days. They're confused. The year 2020. I fired the year 2020. It's fired. Hey, bye. <laughs> We, got a, we have a new I, year you know coming what happened? in. You cut out. And we're like, wait, who got fired? Who you yeah, fired? 2020 what? got I'm fired. Confused. The year 2020 got fired. I gave 2020 330 darn good days, and enough is enough. I said goodbye. I know it gave me Radio Row. I know it gave us Good Morning America and so much more to be thankful for on this station, and I think I'm going to take the approach that Brian's, talk, Brian's talking about, which is the one about the third sip of vinegar. Yeah. It reminds me when the things were great, and that's the best way to look at things, and that's a lesson learned. Lesson taught by you, sir, and again, it's not a gift. It's not a reward. It's earned. Congratulations on your second hour. I feel legit emotional. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Goat. Can I just say something? Like, I'm I'm stunned right now. We just live got re-upped by SiriusXM, but expanded. But can I tell you one of my and I'm I'm legit gonna bubble if I'm not careful. I love being produced by Frank. I absolutely love it. But one of my favorite things that Larry just said is that some of these slam students now are gonna be producing our show. You know, can I let me just let me close wow. out this um because some people know this some people don't know this but you know we are currently living we currently live in, in miami about 18 months ago we lived in the mountains in quebec yeah um we moved to miami very purposefully because we align so wholly with the mission that slam stands by yep and what they're creating and wanted to be more proximal to be able to support and grow stuff that people don't even know we're working on yet. Yeah. Um, so to say that this is a deep honor would be, I mean, this is, this is truly our mission in life is to, to spread impact, to change minds, to empower people, to eliminate limits and give people the tools to find that sustainable happiness and success that they're looking for. So yeah. Can I, can I say something that's just so serendipitous? Yeah. Because as I was telling the story, I'm, I'm watching in our monitor, the goat standing at the microphone. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, oh, Larry got to say something. 
So when I wrap up, you know, he's, I wasn't, I didn't know what it was going to be. I had no idea. But here's the, the interesting serendipity. So last night, late last night, I, I was on our fan page on Facebook mm -hmm. and I was just tooling through some of our old, old episodes of Brian and Carrie in the morning. Now, for those of you who don't know, we did a Facebook live show five days a week for three and a half years called Brian and Carrie in the morning. It grew so popular. We'd have a quarter million people around the world a week watching our show. Mm -hmm. And then we gave that up because it was time to move on and it was a bittersweet decision. But I, I love watching us. Like, I know it sounds so arrogant, but I, I don't love me or you. I love watching us and our interplay on that show. And I sent Carrie a message on Facebook at like midnight last night saying, you know, every time I watch old episodes, I want to redo that show right. because I want to do more of this with you. Mm. It, look at helping people is a, is a beautiful experience and it's fulfilling. It's, it wouldn't be nearly as fulfilling if I wasn't doing it with you. Mm. And here now, Frankie says, by the way, we're upping you guys for 2021. It's all, it's just crazy to me. Frank says two more minutes and I'm like, I got nothing else to say. I am, I, <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I actually am going to say something. I, I literally, as you were, I was, I was watching Larry in my periphery. So I knew he had something to come and say, um, but I had taken a note because literally I, this is always so freaky when it happens to me. I wrote down, count your wins mm. at the same time as you said it, which was so crazy. But, you know, I encourage everybody to do this. I'm going to do this for 2020. I am going to sit down it's, and I'll post this on Facebook and on Instagram. At some point, I'm going to sit down and I am going to do a massive win count for this year. I am going to look at this year and I am going to count. I don't care if it takes me two hours. I, the year that like, it's the worst year of our lives. All this like negativity that is out there. I am gonna count every single win I can possibly muster up and then look back at that list and be like, you know what? 2020 was a great year. And I encourage everybody who's listening to do that. Create a massive win count on what happened this year that was good and stop counting your losses and step into 2021 with the right frame of mind. I can't wait to read that. I'm excited. Gosh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's bittersweet for me to say goodbye for now because on that note that Larry sent us off, uh, I'm still bubbling inside. Uh, but everybody who takes the time to watch us on Facebook Live, everybody who takes the time to watch us on Periscope Live, and most certainly everyone who listens to us through SiriusXM, it is our sincerest thank you for, for spending any moments of time with us at all. Uh, all we want is, is to hope that we give you even one shred of something that is an exchange for your energy, which we do not take for granted. So thank you for everything. Um, better days are coming, my friends. That is an absolute guarantee. So for the last time in 2020, um, God bless you all. And thank you so much for listening to Eliminate Your Limits with Brian and Carrie on the amazing Slam Radio, Sirius XM. The views and opinions expressed on Eliminate Your Limits are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.